I'm now streaming also on my podcast, GMG Productions, as well. This is a dual broadcast right now. So, basically, I'm not feeling me having to go outside or even let anyone in my house. So, I got to be careful. I got people texting me every day, telling me am I safe and am I being safe. And I'm doing the same thing to other people that I haven't been talking to. I'm like, you know what? I haven't talked to such and such. Let me text them and give them a text. And so far, so good. I do have one fatality. One of my very dear friends and distributor for products is basically he passed away and I was very hurt by that. This man has been supportive to my business for over 15 years now. If I need press and combs, guess who I'm going to call? I'm going to call Don. If I need to know about the meal stand products, who am I going to call? I'm going to call Don. Certain things you call certain people. And he was like more of my iron iron guy or he would give us information about the shows. And if he's selling the show tickets, I'm buying tickets from him. You know what I mean? And a lot of these dudes be out here competitive. So I had to uh, break up money so everybody can get be paid. Sometimes I don't even want to buy products. I just buy stuff just out of the fact that I'm supporting someone's business. Even when I don't need it. That's why I got so many products now. I think I could probably go at least six months without buying nothing to sustain my business if I had to. Not buying anything major. I'm not going to say anything because like certain products like chemicals and things like that, I might need. But as far as me hanging in there with just a shampoo and a blow dryer and doing some braids, I got them. I got them. I might have to get a little few things for the braids. Okay, I'm going to drop my PayPal. I got to figure this out because I'm on my other computer today. And I don't have the passwords in here. Let me get my PayPal off this other computer. But y'all feel what I'm saying, though? It's like, what am I going to do? So now I'm brainstorming, trying to get some money coming through. I'm about to start another enterprise. I'm going to be doing logos for people just for donations. Like, it ain't going to be no high price or nothing. If y'all want a logo or something, I'm over here about to start creating them as soon as today. So keep me in mind when you want to get your channel to shine. It's good that my mic is good. I can move around in my room. I act like I'm a business now. I got all kind of equipment. I could run a whole bunch of shit over here. I really can. I called the job that I was supposed to start today. Guess what, y'all? They didn't even answer the phone. The last day I talked to the lady was on the 13th of uh, March. She asked me to uh, submit some more uh, documents. I'd already done the offer letter and did all the classes and all the uh, qualifications I needed to do. And the last thing she asked me was to send a name of somebody who could verify me. So I did that and I didn't hear from her again. So I texted her last week to ask her what was going on and she never responded. So I don't know what's going on. 
This shit is really crazy. It's really crazy out here. So I'm logging onto my PayPal so I can grab this link, y'all. Peace to the chat, though. I've seen a few people coming in. I've seen the be this beach is better coming through the door. I've seen Monica Mojess is in the door. I've seen DOD coming in the door. That's what's up. I need to write this shit down too. That's one thing about me. I don't I rely on technology so much. I don't write down stuff. So I always have to go back in, check the password thing, and do all this stuff. Lee, I'm still looking for my, how do you find this? Where's my link? <sighs> okay, I'm requesting money, huh? Huh? Oh, here we go. Damn. Okay. I got it now. Whoa. So, um, a friend of mine and me was uh, examining the story about the pastor who recently got arrested for continuing to have church service. And then I actually looked at the story myself. Um, and I've just been thinking about that. Like, it's not fair that people are not able to continue to, to, to believe in, you know, what they believe in. They believe that God is going to protect them from everything. When you really have a strong faith in God, that's what you do. But God also gave us common sense to decide on what's smart to do and what's not. So it's just a lot of uh, elements of that story that are puzzling. And, you know, I, I heard uh, one of the other YouTubers speaking on it about the pastor he's saying that that's going to be it's going to be attack against the church you know and if that's the, the spiritual and biblical way to look at it you know they they are already stopping people from gathering what's next are you going to tell us we can't do it at all like what are you saying people about to lose their uh non-profit statuses i think that was where the church went wrong anyway they should have never even 
got involved with the government when it came to money because if they really believe in God, God is supposed to provide for you. Like me, I know God is providing for me right now because guess what? Sister girl ain't got no job. Sister girl can't do no hair. I can't do none of my hustles. So now I'm trying to create other hustles or get some of my other creativity flowing. And sometimes this is what we have to do. It's like I don't even want to be dependent on no check from the government or none of that stuff, for real. I don't want to. I want to stay, stay low key. You know what I mean? I don't want to be involved in all that. Then we discussed. We discussed. Um, look, I'm forgetting what we discussed because I'm trying to make sure I do this PayPal thing right. Okay. We just discussed a lot of stuff about how come people are not looking at this as a way to not involve themselves with things that they don't need to. They so gung-ho about this money. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all know it's going to be a requirement. Once you take that money, y'all know a vaccine is going to follow that, right? Are you willing to take the vaccine? Are you willing to get your mouth swabbed before you go back to work? What are you willing to do to receive this money? Don't sell your soul too quick. There's a whole bunch of information going around. I'm not going to repeat some of it. But some of my friends, I will send you guys some of these videos about the 5G thing. There's a lot of stuff going on, y'all. Who else up in this chat? I like to look at the chat from another direction, but... Cause I, don't, I think um, the stream yard is, is delayed. Hmm... So what do you guys think? Does anybody want to come up and discuss any of these things that I'm, these concerns I have with me? Please put it in the chat. Actually, I'm just going to drop the link. Because I think we need to discuss this further. This one guy said it ain't gonna be about no food. It ain't about the food. It ain't about eating. He said y'all better be worried about surviving for real. And it's you know it's like something that we need to pay attention to. Oh shit! What the hell? I'm about to put a whole letter I just wrote in the damn chat. <laughs> That's weird. When I just. This is crazy. I don't want to put this. That's what you say. That's what I say about this shit. 
Okay, so I'm trying to copy. Just to let y'all know, before y'all come up here, we recording on my podcast and here on YouTube. So you will be a part of it if you do not want to be a part of the podcast. Let me... So, what y'all saying? Folks been having church in their cars in the parking lots. That's too much being together, close together in a car. You don't even have to do that. We got internet. I'm about to have Bible study. I'm going to have Bible study tomorrow night. I'm, I've already said it. I've told a few people we're having Bible study. I'm going to do it via... Uh, I'm going to do a private talk show, but I'm not going to broadcast it. We're going to do a private talk show. The reason why I'm going to do talk show is because it's all set up there for everybody to talk and also... I'll be able to save the episode. So anybody who might want to be a part of the um, Bible study, we can do that. We're going to do it tomorrow night at about 7 p.m. Pacific time. Between 7 and 7.30 Pacific time. And... uh, It's going to be on the book of Revelation. I've already been studying. I've already had notes in something about God, man. I promise you, I've been preparing for things like this for years. Like all the things that I was studying, I got the notes. God didn't let me lose them. One of my books, all the pages started falling out. I still kept those pages and I kept them together, but they got mixed up yesterday. I went through the pages and put them back together. I had Revelation uh, studies in those papers. I have a lot of stuff that I want to share with you and the people in my notes. And it's very relevant to our time we're going through. It's relevant to life. It's relevant to a lot of things. So I'm just really prepared to, um, to go in. I've been prepared. I just haven't been going in. I had to really see where I was with this whole YouTube thing. I've been through a long path of different scenarios going down, different people. Uh, Right now, I really believe the people that are here in my life are the people that I'm supposed to be around. You know, I'm here. I don't have anyone, like, in the background trying to tell me nothing, like, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, and not have any type of solution for why I shouldn't do it. I got people who really stand by me and really, like, support me. And and, and as... as, uh, Beach said, we're collaborating. We're doing a collaboration. So, being able to put our heads together to make things move in a different way is what is going on right now. It's a movement. And we want every every channel holder who is like-minded, I'm going to have to add that, who is like-minded, to participate with the dollar movement because what we're going to do is we're going to create jobs for people. We're going to create income. We're going to do all that, but it's going to come 
better when we all come together. Like right now, the money that I've been getting, I've been passing it around as well. But I'm, I'm going to be able to up, um, invest that money in my channel and in the movement. Like the movement is going to be big. I don't know how else to say it. It's going to go. And I know it because in my heart I know it. And I don't feel like I need to be second guessing nothing. I just feel like I just need to move on these different things. Just move. And once I go ahead and move, then I'm going to see the fruits of my labor. Like, what are the chances of me about to buy this? thing about four months ago. I wouldn't have did this. I would have been like, nah. But now I see the need. I really see the need. And I, I'm i the kind of person, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. I'm not going to have shit. Nothing. This channel is something different. You know, when I first started, I was just feeling my way around. But now, I'm seeing that I need to put more into it. I'm seeing that I need to basically, you know, make it to where I'm going to be a business more. My friend always said that her channel was a business. And she treats it as such. So that's what this is. And I think a lot of people don't get that. They're not doing that. They're not treating their channels as businesses. They're treating it as whatever. Because they really had something that they didn't know what to do with it. So they just tried to just create some kind of content. But... If you really sit back and think about what you want to do, then you can have a real channel with some real content instead of over here wanting to go back and forth with somebody. That's not that's nonsense. Be creative. Create something for real that people going to want to come back to every time. Some oh yeah, I was gonna tell tell somebody. Can somebody share this with my cousin? Cause I'm using my phone for the um for the uh, podcast. And if I push something, it's gonna stop, and then I'm gonna be upset. So I just I just don't think people really knew what they had in their hands. They just was like, "Oh, I got this channel. Oh, I'm gonna go live." They were just so excited about being on camera, when, when in all actuality, all you have to do is sit back and create you some content, and it could just be about you. But don't think that you're gonna emulate love and hip hop and create you a style that people are gonna want to keep looking at. It be making my stomach hurt when I be going to some of these channels and thinking I'm going to hear something. And I'll be like, I already know that it ain't sitting well. I don't even want to hear it. That's just how I am. I, I, you know, no offense to nobody, but that's how I am. If it's not going to be of any benefit to me, if I ain't going to, you know, if it's hurting somebody else, that's really going to hurt me too. I was thinking about my grandmother this morning. And thinking about what a resilient woman she was with a seventh grade education. And still was able to be able to teach me something. You know. Um, she was the one who taught my mother her values. 
um, I just think about her and I just love, I just love just the way she was. And one thing about grandma, she didn't never go without nothing. And she had a strong faith in God. Her faith in God is still here with me today. You know, um, I, I said this more than one time. I looked at my situation right now, and I can be relaxed because I know God had his hand in it. He had his hand all over me. He moved me months before this outbreak. He moved me around. And put me for safekeeping. Because I'm here to move forward on his word. I know that I'm not holier than thou. I know that I don't, I know I make mistakes. But at the same time, I don't walk around with my chest stuck out and, and, and judge other people. Because I know that we are only human beings and we were designed to fall. We was designed to fall so we can get back up. So, when I start sharing the word of God, I just want everybody to look at me like I'm a real regular person. I'm not better than nobody. I'm not trying to be better than nobody. I'm still in the same place everybody else is, trying to be better every day. So I'm just going to share my knowledge. And we're going to work together and, and help each other understand the message that God want to put out here in the, in the universe, for real. Because right now we at a time where people don't know who to turn to. It's people that don't even pray. There's people that don't even know God right now saying that they don't believe it. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it is, it has to be an explanation for why we here. And man didn't make us. I knew when I was seven years old walking home from school that there was something else that created me. Something much greater than man. So, at the end of the day, he is the author and the finisher of my faith. Thank you, Monica. That's true. Because when I first started, that's what I was doing. The purpose of me was to do this. To help everybody else to understand so that at the end of the day, they can get right with inside themselves. And understand that everything we see is not what it really is. Everything ain't what it seems. That's my whole thing, period. Everything ain't what it seems. When you look around, it seems like one thing, but it might mean something else. So we have to be very careful. And then we have to activate. They said they activated, so we got to activate. We have to activate our spiritual sense we have to activate that discernment. We have to connect to the source so we'll know 
what how to move next. We can't depend on these people to tell us the truth. And when you have a discernment within inside of you, you know when someone's lying to you. So I would advise anybody and everybody who you don't, if you don't know God, I don't care if you had doubts about God, whatever you got going on, we can go through this together and you'll see if, if it's really true. Because if, if you open up your heart, he will connect to you too. The Most High will connect to you too. And then you will also get these signs. And you will also be able to discern and know. And some people already got the gift, but they don't want to acknowledge where, they, where they're getting it from. When I lived in Vegas, I went to church a lot. It was the time of my, the beginning of my awakening to, for me to really just go ahead and wake all the way up and know what's going on. I started off by eliminating people who were not good for my life. They, were on, they had a different agenda in a different purpose in my life, but their time was up. The season was over. That's one thing about life. You get people that come in for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. I don't knock any of these people because all of them had a purpose in my life. They were placed so I could find my way. To where I had to go. And you know, it's a saying that God will make you feel uncomfortable so you can see what it is that he's trying to tell you. I was so freaking uncomfortable. At one time in my life, it was everything got on my nerves. All the people got on my nerves. I saw they, the true agendas of these people and I was like, I don't have nothing to do with this. This ain't even me. I don't even need to be here. Why am I here? And that's when I began to go to God about it. I was like, God, I think I done picked the wrong husband, God. I think I have. And if, if I have, God, just let me know. Let me know if this man is from me. And if he, it's not what you want from me, please take it away. I'm, that's how much pain I was going through. I had to go. So now I'm here where I'm at now. And I know that there is a purpose for my life. And I want to be able to be... Whatever I can be that's positive in anyone's life. Whether it be me being able to do their hair and make them feel good. Me being able to be a listening ear to make them feel good. Me being able to say something that will encourage them to make a different move in their lives. Sometimes people be about to do the wrong thing and some people let you do the wrong thing. They don't even say, oh, you shouldn't do that because... And be genuine about it. You'll get somebody to tell you not to do something because they don't want to see you do it before them. But then you have some people who really genuinely care for you and they will tell you what it is that you need to do. Yeah? Okay. Hold on, y'all.
All right, I'm back, y'all. So, what I'm saying is, people have different agendas in your life. Some people got ulterior motives, and some people are genuine. When you have discernment, you'll be able to tell when these people have ulterior motives. You don't have to kick them out because maybe they're here to learn something from you. You just chill back and watch with how they move. That's it. You already know they own some BS. And you give them that opportunity to hang themselves. You give them enough rope to hang themselves. Then they can't say you just turned your back on them and did nothing. Because you wasn't acting right. Any true friend will sit there and tell somebody when they ain't doing right. But some of your friends don't want to hear that shit. They be like, I get tired of people telling me about me. No, I'm telling you because I'm not trying to hurt you when I'm telling you. Some people are trying to hurt you when they're telling you. I'm telling you because I know you could be better than this. I know you have uh, qualities in you. And you be shining already. You're already ready shining. So why would you allow another person in you in your life that ain't going to take you nowhere? That's why I say they say take people. Be around people that are even better than you. Greater than you. So you can reach that level of greatness. Why would you go lower than yourself? Why would you have a lot of people that ain't doing nothing around you? It gets annoying sometimes. It really does. And then we got the brothers in the HOTC. Uh, we don't know what's wrong with them. We don't know what's going on with them. They have some great minds, but sometimes I think they think too much of themselves sometimes. Like, sometimes you got to listen to somebody else. You can't always have the answers. You don't know everything. I don't know everything, and I don't try to pretend like I know everything. I'll shut up when somebody know more than I do. Take the advice. Maybe you got part of it right and they got the other part you need. Listen. It's okay to listen. I've been saying that over and over. Listen. Listening is a very important skill. Because even when you sit back and you listen, you can hear God. You can hear the voice of God talk to you. turn this heater off. I thought I did turn it off. That was just to get the morning chill off the house, not for me to keep it on. So Corinthians 5, 8, 2 Corinthians 5, 8, express the love of God through loving kindness. And that's what I'm here to do. 
And that's all you have to do. Display those type of behaviors in your life. In everyday life, what you're doing, whatever you're doing. Sometimes I can be mean, though. I am mean. People say I'm mean. But deep in my heart, I love heart. I just got a little thing about myself. And it's really uh, a defense mechanism, a protection that I have built around me. For reasons that I'm not going to discuss here. Like, you know, a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened and a lot of people with ulterior motives and agendas make me be this way. Makes me be skeptical, skeptical of everybody I meet until I feel like letting the wall down. People say, oh, in the beginning when you meet people, you just kind of, you don't like people. They think I don't like people. It's not that. I love people. I just don't want to be involved with the wrong people. Like I said, you got to just listen to people and what they're talking about. And you'll know what what kind of agenda they're on. Some people, they, they still be not talking. They still be sitting there like waiting for you to say something. Or waiting, trying to fill you out. And I'm like, okay. We ain't going to get nowhere until we start opening up to each other. You have to build, in order to build a relationship, you have to be able to let someone know who you really are instead of always covering up. Exactly. I ain't got, I don't, I don't never be thinking about, oh, I'm going to do this. I can watch. I'm about to get this bitch. I'll never be thinking like that. But them people who attacked us. People who attack us or attack me or my friends, I will make sure that they stop doing it if I have to. And I will go to the, to the top to get us done. That's how I feel. You ain't going to be coming over here messing with us. We're not messing with nobody. That don't make no sense. If we ain't doing nothing but minding our business, doing our channels, supporting each other, and, and supporting who we want to support, how are we bothering anybody else if we're not doing nothing to them? And that's what I'm saying. Stay, just stay the hell out of our channels. Why are you here if you don't like us? If you don't like us, move along. I'm sorry I didn't work in your, your plans and your agendas. I'm sorry that I didn't work, but just go on and move along. I'm hot. Please turn off. Golly. I was looking at my notes, though. I saw a lot of things that... I was happy I still had these notes. Every church I went to, I wrote down notes from different people or different speakers and all that stuff. So I got a lot of information and a lot of uh, scriptures to back it up. Ooh, 
Ain't nobody coming up here, though. Content fishing. You said it. You said it, Monica. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't come over here and then go over there and use what we was talking about to be your content. Get creative on yourself. People just have a lack of creativity. Because they, what have they experienced? In order to have creativity, content, and all that stuff, you got to have some kind of life experiences. So whatever you display on your channel is what you are really experiencing in life. This is the type of person you are. This is what you're pushing out. If you're pushing out all that stuff, that's what you're about. It ain't no gray area for it. We got some people who like the news. I'm watching around. We got some people who like to read articles and, you know, go over the articles and try to show, share information with people because they know people don't read. So this is what they do on their channel. You got some people who like to entertain people, which is kind of what my channel is kind of about. We, I just like talking. And having, like, you know, group discussions about stuff. I don't mind people coming on my panel and, and sharing their views and all that. I like doing that. And, of course, you know, the party we had the other night, that was great. So, you just could tell. You could tell I like to have fun when you look at my channel. You could tell by looking at all, my, all the videos. If you even go back to the beginning, I like to... Do what I'm doing now. Be inspirational. I like to share um, fun things like doing, doing what we did last night. We do karaoke here. We do a lot of stuff. We've done a lot of things. Hey, Momo. Hey. Um, you know my Exactly. You know, that was the difference from the from the onset. It was just um, chilling. I will never forget the eight hour live <laughs> and when we went back to back, how that shit turned into a nightmare. So, um, you know, it's just the way it, it's just the way things are. But sometimes you have to take you have to take a step backwards in order to see the field ahead of you, mm -hmm. and um, you can see it more clearly and have a whole vision. So, mm -hmm. um, but I will never forget that day. It, it stands in infamy. It'll be forever in, saying, in the history books. You'll always remember yeah. that day. That was my first yeah. ever time going live. Remember? I just... Was it, was it your first... It was that the first, first... No, it wasn't my first live. It was my first panel. It was my yeah, first was something. Time. It was my first time doing a panel. Because remember, I had just learned how to put the people up there. I was just about to say something funny. Oh, oh no. yeah. I, remember, <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I was about to make a... I'm not even gonna do that because even I have grown mm -hmm. since then. So what you've what you've explained this morning and, and shared with everybody is your growth. Mm -hmm. You reflected on 
your childhood memories of your grandmother, um, um, gathering your notes from a time before here, mm -hmm. um, and, and putting it all together to bring it full circle and come to a solution or at least a, a remedy that will bring you some more um, answers to questions that you have. Mm -hmm. That's all part of growth. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, I don't think you're mean. I just think that uh, <laughs> there are some times when you just can overwhelm. A like me, you overwhelm me. Um, <laughs> at times, I just be like, I can't with this woman. I can't. <laughs> um, lady, please leave me alone. But it's 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 not it's. it's it's over. It's, it's overwhelming because I think you have a lot um, that you want to achieve, and you have a lot of um, direction you want to go in, and you're questioning yourself. Mm -hmm. Have more confidence in yourself and um, for yourself, and um, you started out very confident. Um, you know when when we when we met two years ago, you were very confident with yourself. I don't know what made you slide back. So hopefully going back into the scriptures and looking back at the word and really doing um, your journey the way that you started out mm -hmm. and deflect it and are able to go back, I think you'll find the answers that you seek. Mm -hmm. And your strength will come from there. Because you're not weak. So um, that's, that's, not, that's, that's, not, that's not even in your DNA. But... Um, you do overwhelm me sometimes. Uh, I'm in the grocery store, and you're like, but I can't. I'm like, I'm in the grocery store with people breathing on me. I didn't even know what the hell went wrong, though. I was like, what the hell? I didn't even know you was going to the grocery store. I didn't yeah, know. I needed something to eat. I just said, I, I didn't. I needed something other than what I've been eating. I, I can't eat processed, boiling stuff in cans and shit. That's not for me. Oh, I heard that. Because that's not for me. My stomach is going to be all messed up if I did that. Yeah, it's, it's too much so. I think, uh, and plus the stuff in the cans got a lot of salt in it. Yeah, it's too much sodium. Yeah, so it's not, um, it's not really good for you. So I'd rather starve. But I went into the store and then, you know, it was like cashier nightmare. But, um... <laughs> And I'm yelling at the cashier, like, she's up here helping the other cashier. I'm like, I just want to be in and out with my stuff. And that's it. But, yeah, I, I think you um you just keep going the way you're going. Um, I don't live for anybody else but, but my son. And, and he's trying to calm. Um, the one thing that's for certain is, I don't know the day I'm not going to be here anymore. It's already been predetermined. But I'm going to live each day like it's my last. And I'm going to enjoy what I have um, ahead, what I have in the immediate and what I believe I'm going to have in the future. I'm going to take part and enjoy it. Everything else I don't have much um, time for. And that is Monica Mo Justice, y'all. You could follow her at my. Wait. Oh, and you don't have to do all of that. Yeah, no, I'm talking. I'm on my. I'm on my um podcast. So if the people that oh, come to my podcast, I'm, I'm on both. So I'm trying to get, make sure y'all they know who's talking and all that. 
So if they want to follow the people that's up here, they can. No, no, no. But um, that's it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to give you those words of what you were saying in the direction you're going in, and um, just keep keep moving forward. Thank you for those wise words of endearment. Measure your life in love. Yep. The love you give and the love you get. Exactly. And that's my word of the day. And Later, always, lady. Later. I always tell people, like, because I know from my own experience, you can't go looking for love and in all the wrong places and want all these different people to love you because that's all truly a hu human beings want. People want love. They want people to recognize them. They want people to love them. But I think we should just accept the love that we have and don't go get looking for it because some people are not going to love you the way you want to be loved. They're going to love you how they know how to love. And that's just it, you know. So, that's a lot to think about. Let me look back at my notes again. I saw some more stuff I wanted to say. On, um, just about defining your spirituality and understanding your existence. Nunth in the building. Nunth is in the building. So, it's about basically some words. We're going to talk about the word mirage. A mirage is not really what it is based on desire. And this is like one of the times I was at, I was at a, a service and the pastor was speaking. He was basically giving us these different words. He was like, desire, my wage. That was another thing that came up. And he said, the haters are the cheering squad. Remind you of past, a lot of trickery going on. He says, praise between. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm, I'm, I don't think that I really got it right. It was just some things that stood out to me on these notes. Oh, I know. I was reading it backwards. 
he it was like no that no I wasn't reading it backwards I was I wrote the damn day and then he oh, okay then he has generation generator getting powered out then I have Titus five and five Holy Ghost re renewed. New level elevation. The word defiled. Equal mood. That's why your mate could not find it. I don't know what this pastor was saying. Research for the power is in the time. That's what he told us. The power is in the time. We talk about that a lot. About the power being in the time. Because the power is in the time. Then I got the scriptures, James 5, 16, 1 Peter 3 and 12, and Jeremiah 1 and, 1 and 12. Where's my Bible at? Oh, here it is. We're just going to go over a little bit of this right now. Just a little bit. I ain't going to go too, too deep. Because I'm just actually looking at my notes. So James, James is one of my favorite books because it actually teaches you how you should be. I think we did the book of James. I did the book of James before on my channel back in the beginning. So we're looking for James 5, 16. And I'm reading it from the Amplified Version because it is a breakdown of the words so they can be more, you can understand a little bit better. But you can always reference it Reference to the other uh, King James Version if you want. Okay, here we go. James 5.16 reads, Confess to one another, therefore your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored in to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Those are the words that are in parentheses. So what I did this morning was I talked about my own faults. I didn't give no specifics. I just said that I am not perfect. I have my own faults. And at the end of the day, I'm not here to judge nobody. 
So, in a way, I have confessed with my mouth to you guys about me and my false steps and how I got out of it. How About me saying, oh, I married the wrong man. I married him for the wrong reasons. And now I'm here, God, so please just give me a sign. Give me something. Let me know if what you want me to do at this point. And when I tell y'all the rest of this story, I'm going to go on in and be done talking about this. So after I ask God to show me this man, show me what I'm doing wrong, show me where I'm supposed to be. If he's not the man that's supposed to be in my life, please just take him out of my life. So God did just that. And I went to a church one Sunday, the same church where I got these no, some of these notes from. And I walked into the church. Somebody told me, please come. They was like, please just come. I'm begging you, just come. I'm telling you, you ain't going to regret it. And I had been going to this bigger church called Mountaintop in Vegas. It's a big church. It's a big old thing. And you don't really get to the, the clo up closeness with the pastor and all that. It's just come in, listen to the word, listen to the choir. Pay your tithes and you got to go. You can go shake their hand at the end, but that's, I don't know how easy it is to get in there and really, you know, get some real connection. So, I went to the church and they ordered for us to have a prayer. And at the church, they have props because I think this, it's a lot of symbolism when you're trying to get people to understand what you're trying to teach them. So at the church, the pastor had a, a whole doorway in the middle of the floor. And he asked everybody who wanted to be prayer, prayed for, wanted prayer, stand in the line and come through this door. And he explained to everybody that whatever you have on the one side of the door, you're gonna leave everything back there on that side of the door. And you're going to walk through this door and you're going to be renewed. I'm standing in a line. I can just feel the spirit all over me. I can feel the spirit of God already on me. By the time I reached to the front where the lady was, this is no lie, y'all. Before I got there with his wife, where she had the anointing oil, she put the anointing oil on my head. And before anything I just started trembling and, and speaking in tongues and next thing I know I was on the other side of the door I don't remember walking through the door I just remember I was on the floor over on the other side of the door and I looked up and opened my eyes after all this and it was a lady over me saying you're a whole you're a whole and after that experience, my life ain't never been the same, for real. Um, when I went home, I couldn't stop speaking in tongues all day. It just was on me. The Spirit of God is real, y'all. I'm here to tell you. All you have to do is tap in. So, everybody at home thought I was crazy. I couldn't stop it. You cannot quench the Spirit of God when it get on you. Everybody who keeps talking about, oh, we don't believe in God, there is no God. I know that there's a God. For sure. 
Because it's up to you, the individual, to create your own relationship with God, not having to run to the church and listen to people. Yes, the church will help you get there, but you have to have the true desire. And if you have the true desire, you will tap in with God anyway on your own when you learn how to do it. And it's you up to you. Nobody can take you there. You have to go there. I, I started by asking God, inviting him to help me figure out about this man. Then I ended up at this church in Vegas. I walked through the doorway and I said, I'm leaving everything behind after that. I said, like, like God just told me, I'm about to leave all this stuff behind. And I told this man that I was with, I told his cousin, because she went to church with me, I said, I'm going to have to leave this marriage alone. And she didn't understand. She kept saying, I don't understand what you're talking about. You're married. And you're this and you're that. I got the message that God was trying to give me. He already knew what this man was doing to me. Running around with some woman, doing all this, spending money on this woman and all this. How many times God got to tell you before you just open your eyes and listen? So, I've already, I had already went on the credit card, seen all the stuff. I walked through the door. And I want to say a few, not even a week later... I was laying on my bed, and my phone rang, and it was supposed to be my husband on the phone, but when I answered the phone and said hello, he didn't know he called me, and I heard the whole conversation with him and the woman, going back and forth about something, so I, his cousin was at my house, I went in there, I put the phone on mute so he can't hear me, and I said, see, this is why I'm not going to be with your cousin, this is why, you hear this? So she hearing this. This is Ace Boom Coon. She calls him. She calls him and tells him, "What was it? Michelle heard you. What? He gonna he gonna tell? She came in there with the phone on mute. He gonna tell her that's not even the one I'm fucking. So there it go. Everything out in the open. I don't have no more questions for this man. I don't got nothing to talk about. I called my brother like I told y'all before and told him come get me." I'm ready to go. Come get me. I'm getting all my stuff up out of here. I'm about to walk out of this place. My brother didn't believe me because he, he, I kept saying I was going to leave, but I wasn't leaving. But this time I had to call him back again. Like, where are you? He said, oh, I thought you was this plan. Oh, okay, hold on. We'll be right there. So they came over here with the Elko. Got all my stuff. Got all my stuff out of there that I wanted to take out of there. And I left him with everything else. I was like, I don't care about these dishes that everybody gave me for my wedding. I had beautiful dishes and all kind of walks and everything. TVs, all that. I took one little TV that I knew I bought myself. And I took my bed. And I took my computer. He did not want me to have those computers. He, didn't, he was trying to take them from me months before. And I was like, nah, you ain't finna take my computer. This is the stuff I'm working on. How you gonna take my life away from me? How you gonna take my computer where I've written my book at? All my stuff that I have. That's how people are. They'll try to take your life from you. So, I did that. And that was the end. I went over there, and that's when I started going into the Word of God deeply. So, at the end of the day, 
regardless of everything else all of it is all this stuff connects everything connects everything is one like we've already been talking about but at the end of the day every part has their their um their jobs their duties to make it all right chris cobb in the building that's what i'm talking about and then that's not talk about how god blessed me and sent me on that journey to come back to california he sent me on a journey because this man didn't want me in California. He didn't want me in California where I had built everything for myself before I even met him. He didn't want me here. He was one sent to take away everything from me. He did not want me in California. He did everything to keep me from doing what I was doing. So when I got back, I came all the way back hard. And I tried my best not to even move back to Riverside. I was going to stay in L.A., but God was like, that's, that's your territory right there. So I came back to what is my territory is. Now, I've been in this area off and on for the last 25 years. Well, I ain't going to say 25. 24 years. I've been in this area, and I took eight I, I used eight of the years, and I was in uh, Las Vegas. So I was there for four years the first time, and I went back four years. So the rest of the years, I spent in this area, and that's why I'm so familiar with it, and I love it. And I know, you know, what to expect here. I chose this area to bring my kids to, to raise them away from the inner city so they wouldn't be involved with all this stuff, but... You know, even though you try to take your kids away from stuff, they still visit whatever areas they want to. But one thing I do know is that when you train up a child in the way it should go, when he is old, he will not depart from it. He will go back to the ways of what you taught him. Period. And that's me. Like I was saying about my grandmother and how I was instilled great values and how to be a lady and all this stuff. Even though I experimented with other type of ways of life, I had to still come back to what I was taught. That's just part of growing. You have to experience life. You cannot just have it all the way right. You just can't be perfect when you're just a youngster. You got to go through something. People always try to pretend like they can be perfect. You cannot. That's why I say we are designed to fall in some way. In some way, we got people that become drug addicts. We got people that, you know, they have everything going for themselves, but they end up homeless for some reason. We got people that end up being murderers. We, it's, it's all these things are in the Bible. It's like all these characteristics are here. And somebody got to do it. Somebody's going to be a part of it. Some of us are just victims of stuff, though. A lot of people are victims of different things that cause them to have mental blockages to make them not be able to go and keep going. So when Monica was here saying that sometimes I, I seemed more confident, I, I really did. I, I am confident. But then something, she said, something took me away from that. And you know what it probably was? It was the people 
being the way that they were. And I wasn't ready for that. I thought that people were genuinely supporting people here. That was my fault. Because half of the people that was in my chat earlier on, they was all here to make sure I didn't make it where I was going. Just like that man. Just like that man. So there's always going to be that element in our lives that will try to take us away from what we're really supposed to be doing because the agenda is to come to steal, kill, and destroy. What part of the side of the game is you going to be on? Are you going to be that side that want to come kill, steal, and destroy? Or are you going to be on the side that's going to be encouraging and loving without false motives and without these hidden agendas? See, that's what people fail to realize. You can't live your life thinking you're going to have all these false narratives and all these hidden agendas concerning God's people. Because the Bible said, touch not thy anointed and do thy prophet no harm. When you do those things to these people, you realize that you're going to pay for it. Know that you're going to pay for it. So anybody who got any ill will towards me, I'm going to say it here and say it now. I've been saying it. I don't know why y'all not listening. Stop messing with me. Stop messing with me because you're going to be the one to find out that fat meat is greasy. Why you thinking it's not? Because God don't play about who he, who he belongs to him. Just like I know I belong to God because of how he did this whole thing with this coronavirus. He knew this coronavirus was coming. He was like, I'm going to let you go to work over here, but you ain't going to be there for three weeks. This lady about to get on your nerves, and I'm going to make you talk your smack like you do. And she ain't going to like you anyway, so you finna be up out of there. But I'm going to let you get enough money so you can feel good, so you can pay your rent, and pay your rest of your bills. But you finna be at home. You're going to do hair at home until they say you can't do it no more. And that's what I did. And God took care of me the whole time. And I ain't want a day hungry. I had all my bills on. All my bills is paid. All my stuff is paid. I'll be sitting back talking about, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. What? How am I going to do this? And all of a sudden, the money coming from somewhere. So you make me understand what is it that's doing all this. Is it me? Is it me or what? If I'm just sitting in here in this house. Wishing I had jobs. Applying for all these jobs. Matter of fact, y'all, I got a job the next week after the lady did that. I, I started doing all my paperwork for another job. Like I told y'all. The people ain't even answering the phone now. The people are not answering the phone because they got this stuff going on. So I'm going to try to call them again because I need to know what I'm, I'm looking forward to after this. Or maybe I ain't going to need to. Maybe I'm going to create this business that I've been desired, my desire to do. I desire to do stuff for myself because I don't want to be caught up with all this. Oh, you're going to have to get this vaccination and you're going to have to get swabbed and all this stuff to get a job and be to live in this world. But I guess what? I know who's going to take care of me. I'm not worried at all. Let me see who's going to come up here. I keep saying that. I'm finna, Monica came up here already. We're going to see who else got something to say about what I'm saying. 
I want y'all to receive what I'm saying because I'm, I'm the one who truly can tell you. I can tell you this and then you can try it for yourself. For real. You got to have faith. And that's what my grandmother had. My grandmother had the faith of a mustard seed. She had all the faith in God. And she lived on this earth for 84 years and made it. She raised 10 children. No, one of them passed away at birth. And she raised nine. And she uh, was born and raised in Alabama. The Alabama, Mississippi area. I know they used to talk about Mississippi all the time, but they actually lived in Alabama. And they... Um, had their own land, but they worked for the white people. And I'm not saying that in a bad, negative way. I'm just saying they worked for the people around and stuff. And she used to make me sad when she used to tell me they used to sell this ice cream at this one drugstore. And they act like they didn't have none. She used to tell me little stories about how they used to treat people during the segregation era. They didn't want them to buy the ice cream. They'll tell them, no, we don't have none because they didn't want them to eat the ice cream. That's sad. They had to, like, do laundry and stuff like that. They picking cotton and all that. So my family came from that, left Alabama, came to California. All my aunties are homeowners. All of them retired from, uh, wait, three of them retired from the Postal Service. And they they were able to build uh, successful lives here in California. So, and I have uncles that passed away. But, you know, they built a life for themselves that they could be proud of here. Anyway, Beach, I thought you was coming up here. I dropped the link again. Don't forget to hit the cash app for the dollar campaign. Content creator movement. We are trying to do this movement so that we can support each other into success. Checking, checking, checking. You know, yesterday was the anniversary for one of my homeboys, Death and Nipsey Hussle. My um best friend, Cedric, aka Rab, 
passed away a year before Nipsey Hussle on the same day. Rab was like the best friend ever. Like, um, I knew him for years. He was a part of uh, when I had my own musical studio to where we he was a DJ. But we've all had to grow. And when um he went to prison, he came out a minister. So a lot of times when I was stuck on something with the word of God, I would call Rab and be like, Rab. And then he'll explain everything to me. So I'm look, listening to what you're saying, and I'm looking at, um, I didn't refer to my Bible commentary, and it kind of like break down the scriptures a little bit. So when you was talking about the idol talkers and deceivers, it mm-hmm. says, for them, these people will make themselves known by their unwise speech and by their deception. Idol talkers. The main idea That's was right. of a worship which produce a no goodness of life. These people in Crete could talk glibly, but all their talk was ineffective in bringing any one step never nearer to goodness. I'm sorry. And then I'm going to tell you about the circumcision, especially those of circumcision. Paul was particularly concerned with the effect of some Christians from a Jewish background who thought it the key to acceptance before God was keeping the law of Moses. The words insubordinate and of circumcision taken together slow that these were Christians from a Jewish background, or at least they were Christians in name. We cannot call those persons unruly on whose obedience we have no claim. So that's what it is. Look at, hey, while you got Titus open, go to three. Because, you know, like I said, Titus is short. Mm -hmm. If you go to three... Look at number two and read that to me, Nikki. Okay. For we are. Go ahead. All right. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. Okay, you must be okay. You're three over there. That one. I'm sorry. I'm in chapter three, number two. I didn't say it right. Three. But that one's good too. Chapter three. Wait, let me go. Number two in Titus. You're just gonna be close by. I'm sorry about that. I should have said chapter three. Chapter three, verse two. This right here says everything about what we're doing wrong. You read it. You read it. To speak evil of no man. To be. Not to be brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. So you said Titus 3, 2 or 2, 3? Titus 3, starting at verse 2. Titus chapter 3, uh, uh, starting at verse 2. Okay, 
to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. Right. Okay, and I want you to says to be peaceful. Mine says no brawlers. So we're getting up here brawling when we get when people are getting way to uh into it, they have they're they're losing, they're going the wrong way. Because uh even when Jesus spoke, whatever you want to call him, take jail, it doesn't matter. When the when when the Messiah when Christ spoke, he spoke with authority. He did not have to yell. He didn't have to bark like a dog. He didn't have to get up swinging and acting a fool. Only one time did he have to, in the temple, did he have to flip over tables and crack wheels because they were, you know, he had to make a point. But when he spoke, he spoke with authority. And he spoke where people would listen. He didn't have to be the loudest one in the room. He didn't get brawls and fights started. And so when people started to realize all they're doing is brawling, someone is sowing seeds of discord and getting them off of the focus. And at some point, they're going to have to make a decision and say, I'm going to spend my time fighting and brawling, or I'm going to get my house right, because the time you spend fighting, that's, it. that's all that energy that you didn't accomplish. You accomplish nothing. Nope. A fight that but leave you with scars, wounds, hatred, that's just a little more darkness in, darkness in your heart left. So I've never seen anybody build anything out of hate that stood. Now I've seen people build things off of love and saying, hey, amen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna choose another path. You do you, but I'm not gonna keep brawling. So yes, it's easy for anybody, the best of the best, to lose their way when all they're doing is brawling when it's specifically said that's not necessary. You don't gotta brawl. God ain't out, he's not even brawling. So why are you out here trying to brawl to prove a point? You don't have to do that. You shouldn't do it, and you shouldn't have to. And if you're trying to be God-like or anything like God, you would know the characteristics of God. I keep saying that over and over. Right. Right. He didn't have a lot of time for that. He was just always creating, and he instilled in Adam the things that he wanted to. Well, that's why he said... For us, when we never know who is who because people are so good with the wolves in sheep clothing, he said you will know them by their fruit. If you don't take the time to figure out, go and look and say, well, what do you mean you'll know them by their fruit? That's up for us to go and study and figure out, well, what is the fruit? What they're doing. That's what their fruit is. That's how I know when someone's talking, I'm like, okay, that man right there, that's the man of God. I can tell by the way he speaks. Versus someone, I'm like, nah, not you. I don't know who you are. But you, I don't know you, because he says you'll know me by they. You will, they, you will know each other by their fruit. So then that's up for you to be able to go and know what the fruit is. You need to go put the study in, like I said, study to show thyself approved. And then also with that, you shall know them by their fruit. He also says when you go into a room and you find yourself like I'm leaving, something ain't right. Jesus says my sheep know my voice. They won't listen to another person. So whenever if you find yourself always tuning a person out or leaving them, that's because their voice is foreign and it is not of the same energy and of the same God. That's why with sheep have one shepherd. And sheep, if if someone comes on a on a on a field with sheep and you're not the shepherd and you just so much as even your footsteps, they know the footsteps of the shepherd. They will take off running. They know their shepherd. That's why he says, my sheep know my voice. They will not answer to another. And that's why some people aren't getting what they're looking for. Because you, if you come to me 
and you're you're sounding foreign, I'm going to run. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm not necessarily when I say run, run, but it means I'm not going to come to you. I'm going to go the other way because I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. Your voice is not familiar. It does not sound like my creator made. I don't hear him in you. I don't see him in you. So, yeah, I will go the other way. So a lot of those old teachings, and when you hear people and all they're doing is they're, the sound of it was just annoying you. And it's like you're getting a headache and you're getting frustrated, but you're still in the room thinking, man, somebody got to be here. No, you know what? It's okay to leave. Like Paul said, shake the dust off your feet. If you go into the house and you stay to that house, peace be with you. Yet there is no peace to leave and shake the dust off your feet. For it will be worse for that house than it was for the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And mm. those are the words of the 13th Apostle. Mm. Well, we ain't so coming you... into a house to say peace, that is actually not just what people say, hey, peace. No, it actually means you're coming in and you're bringing peace. But if that house will not give any peace, you're supposed to leave. And then there's a message in that. And that's also very written. All the, That's written um, in the Word of God also. So a lot of these things... You know, people have closed up what I guess old fashioned um, and want to get into all these other teachings. That's great. They're supposed to add on to what you know. You're not supposed to just put down the, 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 the cornerstone. That's why the Bible says the stone that the builders rejected turned out to be the most important stone of them all. Again, Jesus said the stone that the builders rejected turned out to be the most important stone of them all because while they were building they kept thinking this one stone wasn't important and then their whole thing fell now if you didn't catch that then i don't know what to tell you <laughs> peace to the chat peace to the chat see that's why i always say peace when i come somewhere i don't have to be you know because peace covers everything right but sometimes even coming in with peace, what, when you come in and there is no peace, and that's the reason, you, that's a warning sign. And that's why Paul said, leave that house and shake the dust off your feet and go somewhere else. Because all you're doing is disrupting your own peace of mind and wasting your time. You're supposed to go on to the next place and go to that place and offer peace. But yes. That's some, I, I always remember that, and I said to myself everywhere I go, the people, yo, the stone that the builders rejected turned out to be the most important stone in the mall. Some of these people that you are rejected turned out to be the most important. The ones you overlook, like, oh, that ain't nobody. They're not really able to do nothing. Turned out to be the most important stone that you needed. So um, good luck when that, uh, that infrastructure fall down. Because you tried to cheat your way out of building it because you didn't want to use a stone that you thought maybe was just, you know, I don't know what people thought. But uh, you need those cornerstones. But, of course, there's always the rejected one. And we all, you should be able to build, spiritually figure out what that's going to be. Because usually based on what you're talking about in the room and when people start to leave, that tells you then they're rejecting that brick that you're putting out there they're rejecting that stone they don't want to hear that no man i ain't trying to come hear this guess what that's the most important stone that you need to build without that your whole thing is nothing but a house of play-doh it's like a it's like a playground 
people to come and play it, but it ain't nothing that's going to keep nobody straight. It's no ark that's going to hold nobody when the storms come. It is nothing of solid foundation that's going to keep the enemy from being able to come into your perimeters. It's just a house of play that you're playing in, and it has no solid foundation. And so that's all I got to say on that. But yeah, these brawlers, Titus is good to read. Jude is good to read also when it's a short, when it's only a page or two talking about um, false teachers in the mouths of men who must need to be shut out here giving wrong information because they got people following them because they look like and sound like such great leaders. But yet they themselves, their stuff is built on corruptness, wickedness, no love. Because really, when you look at what the word says, it said God is love and God is light. So all this other the extra stuff, you ain't until you get the love right, you're not getting anywhere. And light is truth, you know. So until you get, until you know how to walk in love, you you might as well just hang it up. You're not getting around love. I'm not talking about that man-made love. I'm not talking about that fake. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about lustful love. I'm talking about the, the love, the choice to choose. Yo, I say, man, I really don't like how Nikki did me. That was pretty messed up. I'll get her. No, no I, you know what? I choose not. I'm going to let her. I'm going to turn the other cheek, and I'm just going to go on by my way. And you know what, Lord? Have mercy on her. That's walking in love. I could get you back, but what? that's not what he told me to do. See, this is the stuff. Nobody wants to do those things because it sounds I ain't about to do that, yo. If you do this to me, I'm gonna do this to that. Yeah, I hear you, but the reward you get for the person who actually did bless them, that cursed them, pray for the ones who despitefully used them, the person that actually turned the other cheek. Now that doesn't mean forever. There is a number on there when someone asks, "Well, how many times must I forgive?" Oh, he did say seventy times seventy. So that doesn't mean you've got to keep forever keep turning a blind eye to people. There is a cutoff. But I'm just saying, some people have actually tried this and said, yo, I'm going to take the higher road. That's kind of like turning the other cheek. That doesn't make you weak. That doesn't make you actually makes you stronger. And the rewards and the benefits in that are why some of us right now are sitting on more than what we need. Is why the heavens really did open up a window and pour out a blessing where we don't even have enough room to receive all the blessings. Because we actually did turn the other cheek. We actually did pray for the ones who cursed you. Pray for your enemies. Why do you think he said that? Because do the opposite of what they're doing so that you can reap the reward and you can have the true power. Because death and beats love. And everybody think that's hippie. No, I ain't talking about that hippie love, singing kumbaya, holding hands, singing kumbaya, eating mushrooms and smoking. This no, I'm not talking about that love. That's me. I'm talking about the true love, the decision to make. Well, then I want to hurt you back. Or, okay, I'm going to let God deal with you so I can keep my peace of mind. Because I know I can hurt you back. That's easy. It's easy to hurt somebody. But to love and walk away because you want to be obedient and see, just to even test that out, the rewards I have seen have been so great. No one can tell me any different. They don't mean you doesn't have to stand your ground. They don't mean you let somebody run all over you and you become a doormat. But just those simple basic principles. He only gave two commandments when he when he left. I mean when before he died, when he came back, he said he said the old has passed away. I'll only give you two new laws for the new covenant. That is love thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. 
but no other God before me. And the second one was to love thy neighbor as thyself. And on those two laws hang the rest of everything else. And they all are based in love. It's that simple. It's really, people think, man, that's too easy, man. It's got to be a whole, I need 48 laws of power. I need this book. I need all this. They think they need about a whole plethora of knowledge to prove the state to make themselves sound important. But guess what? In the end, all that's going to matter when you get up there, God, and it's going to wonder and going to ask you, but did you love? And it's called agape love. Agape love. Right. But did you love? And that's all I had to say on that. What Sis has just done was explained about agape love. And agape love is that unconditional love. Like she said, it's not the lustful. Because lust ain't love. It's it's not love at all. Um, it's not romantic love. It's none of that. It's just being able to love someone unconditionally. Being able to accept people for who they are. In her example, she said, if someone did her wrong... It's not loving for her to go back and try to retaliate. We got to let God do that. Just like this lady who thought she was fly and did all that stuff to me. I just, I let it go. I didn't do no paperwork on her. I didn't do nothing. I said, I'm going to let this go and let God handle it. And guess what? The same way she took my job from me, she not working right now because of this virus. Everybody is at home. Ain't nobody working. So now, because she tried to prevent me from making money, she's still not making no money. See how that works? You don't and, never... And words is Jesus, Nikki. I mean, it's things like this, and they laugh, and they think, and I in my head, and I think, but I did that, and I got back so much more, where it says, uh, Jesus said, if someone steals your, um, steals, your, steals your jacket, go ahead and give him your shirt, too. That's a message in that. And no one got that. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like, yo, you just know nobody stole from me. But I get what he's saying. If someone stole you stole your coat, go ahead, hey, look, you can have my shirt too. Here, you you need these things, take it. It pours hot coals on your enemy's head, the fact that what you stole from me, I would have gave to you. I would have happily gave to you just for the fact that I know I'm gonna get it back one hundred fold. Then you end up running into some kind of some weird blessing where you end up with five brand new coats. You see what I'm saying? No one, it's like to be able to actually do the things that we're told to do and practice that stuff, it seems so cheesy and wimpy. But guess what? That's actually not at all. That's a test of your faith. That's why the just shall live by faith. They will really walk by what my faith told me to do. I'm going to see what happens if I, okay, oh, wow. And then you look around. And realize all the stuff you had anyway. You know, I mean, people. You know, some people they were saying, folks been preparing for this for a long time, and they've already had this stuff. But some of us that didn't weren't prepared, we ain't got no problem getting the stuff we need. I haven't had one problem. And I look the... around my house. Either I've already got what I need to get here, and there's something I need to go add. I only have so much room. I'm not gonna stock up a whole room full of wasteful toilet like things. Blowing money, like, because I know that this too shall pass. This isn't the end. The reason you know how I know this isn't the end? Because Jesus said no one knows the end. He said he don't even know when the end. 
No one knows the end but the Father. So for me to think that this is really the end, that means Jesus, I'm saying Jesus is lying. So I'm not about to spend my last dime stocking up a whole room full of canned goods and toilet paper. I don't even eat canned goods. If hardly. it's the I end, then what are you going to need that for anyway? The other thing I was going to say right. is is that even though this lady took my job, I felt like I would have respected her more if she would have came to me and just said it's not working out. Instead of her trying to go underhandedly, deceptively, and try to make it seem like it was my fault. Because her father, you got to realize there's two fathers. And people forget to read on that where it says you got the children of God and you got the children of the devil. She was only doing her job, Nikki. Still kill and destroy. She could have, yes, you would have probably come to her and done it a different way. But her job was to steal your job, to kill your joy, to destroy what you had built. You see what I'm saying? She's only doing her job. Once you begin to realize, wait a minute, the Grim Reaper did not create itself. The government has not no permission to put no virus or nothing, no put nothing out that was not already permitted to happen from God. It is it's written that nothing in the creation of this earth is allowed to exist. Even the demons themselves, even hell without the permission of the most high so that tells me that all i gotta do is stay up under the wings of my god and stay in protection because he's already he allowed to happen what so far that he wants to happen that's not for us to question he said who are you to question me when people would question god why would you do this and he would say how dare thou question me my ways are not your ways and once you understand that or not understand, the point of the matter is nothing is allowed to happen, even the corruption of the government without God's permission for it to happen. In the end, he will have the final say and he will do those people are here to do a job just like we're here to do a job. There cannot be defense without opposition. You got what? That's the way it goes. Two, two sides. Light, dark. Someone's on defense, someone's on offense. I don't know how hard that is for people to understand. They're doing what they were born to do. Just like you said, Nikki, you knew from a child what you were supposed to do. Guess what? You got your opposition as, as a child. They already knew they were they were doing wicked stuff. But you know what I'm saying? They've been they were doing, doing wicked stuff the whole to. time. Right. Only being who they were. I just think I'd rather be, I'm glad I was born and created. He designed me to be on the side that I'm on. One is the winning side, the undefeatable side, because that side's already been defeated. They're just waiting for the end, their last day. You feel me? They're just having a play date until it's time for them to go back where they're supposed to go. But we were created to be on the winning side. They're going to hate us for no reason at all. He said they hated me first, so they're going to hate you. They persecuted me first. Thank you for tuning in to GMG Productions. This is Nikki C, and I'm signing off. Peace.